Hey, 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 if you're tuned in right now, welcome to Not Hiding Shit, the Christian Experience Podcast Show, where we're never alone, but always together. It is I, your host, Christian Gilmore, and this is a very special edition of my podcast, rightfully titled Baddies, Business, and Brunch. All summer long, I'm going to sit down with some of the baddest women in business that I know, and we're discussing their industry, aspirations, successes, and of course, ideal brunch recommendations for all the summer baddies out there. So grab some snacks, get a pen and a pad, y'all. Relax, and let's get into it. All right, I need to share this episode right now. And I need you to share it with three types of people, especially. I want you to share it with the girl who wants to get their lashes done. I want you to share it with Inspiring Lash Tech. And I want you to share it with the girl who's scared to start that business. I have Demi Gilmore in the building. If you don't know who that is, she is the owner of Blinks Bar Bezos. It is Minnesota-based, so shout out to the Minnesota baddies out there because you guys will be looking fly as hell this summer because she's out there. Um, anyone else, like a girl like me, I'm going to have to catch a flight. But she is giving us full-on details of everything that she has done to get to the business that she is at now and you don't want to miss it so make sure you're sharing this information get ready to meet your new favorite lash tag and book with her because she is in it for the long haul all right y'all let's get started hey guys i just wanted to give a disclaimer that today's episode you may hear a small dog barking in the background and I have my sincerest apologies. I cannot edit it out. I cannot get to it, but it's not taking over the whole episode. You should hear us clearly. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear Demi's journey because it is a great one. All right, y'all. So that's my two cents on that. And enjoy today's episode. Hello. Hey, Demi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for coming on. Um, I couldn't imagine not having you on my podcast show. I just felt like it was so necessary. Not just because I'm so excited. (laughs) I want you to be, and I'm so happy that you are because I am. Um, Like I said, you're you're a baddie. You're a businesswoman, um, and you guys do not know, but she is also my cousin. If you haven't guessed by the last name, family (laughs) ties. That's right. So we are up in this thing. We are moving. We're doing what we need to do. And we're becoming boss women. And it's so much to being a boss woman and our journeys and everything. And so just getting right into today's interview, guys, I don't want to keep anybody waiting. Um, Demi is the owner. And if I mispronounce it, please correct me, girl. (laughs) But she is the owner of Blinks by Bezos, right? Yes, correct. And um, she's been doing this for a a minute now. So we're going to get into her journey, her story, all of her ups, downs, maybe even a couple weaknesses that she's been going through while owning a business because it is not easy at all. Mm -hmm. So Demi, if you could just tell us about your business and what inspired you to get started, we would love to hear it. Okay, so um, yes, I am. Originally Demi Gilmore, um, but I do, um, Demi Bezos was just like something that just came up. It was super cute. Everybody thought it was cute. So I was like, okay. Uh, Blinks by Bezos actually came um, right in the middle of the COVID pandemic. I was actually in a really rough place. Um, I had just quit my job. I was a supervisor at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. 
and things just were not, you know, it just wasn't for me anymore. And I just, you know, the pandemic was just a hard time, a hard time for a lot of people. So I just, um, I took some time. I actually quit the job and my mom, for those of you, a lot of you don't know, uh, my mom, she is an on fire woman of God. So she, um, she was, you know, praying and prophesying Mm -hmm. just like, you know, God, you know, he has something for you. Something's coming. It's going to come fast. Um, but you, you know, you may not feel prepared, but he has something for you, you know, and you're ready for it. So I was just like, okay, we're in the COVID pandemic. I started working at a hotel and that's just when I really felt like I hit rock bottom. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I was the most depressed I had ever been just in a really hard spot. Um, but keep in mind during all of this, I was getting my lashes done consistently. Like there was no, there was no way you couldn't see me without my lashes done. So I get it. I um, get it. I'm same way about my hair. So I understand. Yes. I was very consistent. Like me and my lash tech, we're still good friends to this day. Um, I was going to her for two years consistently, you know, before I even thought about having a business of my own, it was never in my head that I would ever be a lash tech. All I knew was I was making it on time to every appointment that I had. Um, but yeah, so my business came about whenever, um, where was I? I was still working at the hotel. And one day I just thought to myself, like, I could really just do lashes. Like I could try this, you know, just to see where it goes. And it was so weird because the thought literally came out of nowhere. Like Mm -hmm. it was the most weirdest thing ever. So, um, I had, I had quit my job at the hotel and I remember I had literally a thousand dollars in my savings account, in my savings account, like just a thousand dollars. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just invest this and see where it goes. So I put my all into it. And I think that was in November of 2019. Okay. And I started taking classes and courses. Um, by December, I was taking clients to practice on. Mm-hmm. And then by January of 2020, that's when everything had completely changed. Like, that's when I really remember things just going crazy as far Mm -hmm. as my business. So it was, you know, like my mom had told me, it was quick. Like, God really, really did everything really quick and really fast. I was very surprised. I didn't think that, me, I never thought that I would be a business owner. I would have a business. I never thought that I was qualified, equipped, you know, it was just never something that I wanted to pursue. So for things to have taken off the way they did so quickly, it had to have been God. That's all I can say. So, yeah. Wow. It sounds like you just walked right into what you were supposed to be doing. And it's so crazy how stuff happens because you just think that you're doing it on a whim. Mm -hmm. You have like just no connection to it at all and Mm -hmm. all along it's just like God kind of leading you into what you're supposed to be doing and then next thing you know you look up and you're in the middle of your shop or your own warehouse or whatever you're like yeah I really just walked into this I was doing what I was really the whole time really yep it's true and so when you took that first client what was it like like were you super nervous like what was going through your head I was nervous all the time. I would actually, um, so I was working on my close friends and like my sister and my mom, like even when I was doing their lashes, I was super nervous because I mean, you are using, you know, sharp tools around people's eye area, but it was more me. I had a lot of doubts in my own self. You know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't feel qualified. I didn't feel like I could have a business. I just didn't feel like it was for me, you know, and I didn't feel like 
I would be able to be a successful business owner, you know? So for things to have worked out, you know, like I said, how they did, it was, it had to have been God. Cause it's just like, for as far as I've come, it's just, it's crazy. So yeah, definitely taking on those first clients. I was super nervous. I was, I didn't think, like I said, I didn't think it was for me. So yeah. And I totally can attest and get to that. I used to have, even with it, when I was like, or like, I'm still working a job, but like, when I would start a new job, I would feel so much anxiety because I was like, I don't want to mess anything up. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. But it's like, you're there. They picked you for a reason. God picked you for a reason. So that is totally understandable and relatable. Um, since you were talking about self-doubt just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, maybe even something aside from the self-doubt, what was the toughest thing about you first starting? And how was the um, the support when you release the news that you were going to be starting your own business, because not a lot of people get support, especially right off bat. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's a fluke or you're not that serious, or they're just honestly waiting for results until they can start supporting you, which I, I can understand. But at, at the same time, you'd be like, dang, like, like my post or, you know, yeah. or something. So yeah. what was um, just the toughest thing first about starting? The toughest thing for me, I would say, was my own self, my own self-doubt, my own mm-hmm. self, you know, just not feeling. And I will say, like, the pandemic was such, like, a hard time. Like, you know, coming out of my role as a supervisor and then, you know, going into another job where it really wasn't for me. I was super depressed. Like, I just, I really did not feel like, you know, it was going to work for me. So, like, my own self-doubt, my own self-criticism really is what held me back during that time but I had as far as like support oh my goodness it was for me looking back it's almost like God had everything there for me Mm -hmm. he was just waiting for me to see that through him I was able to access it you know yeah and so I was just it was my own like my own self and sometimes we are our own worst critic you know and God was just like if you would just look and see you know all that I have for you you would see that you wouldn't even have to worry at all you know mm-hmm. so just me you know seeing things from my perspective I had to really like clean up some things so that I could really be like okay no I can do this but um as far as support and everything it was amazing like my friends my family and I know like a lot of people um I did I did use like certain things to like promote my business and stuff but when it came as far as like you know building the business and like getting clientele to come in it was really the support around me like word to mouth my friends my family that's where that's really how everything came together honestly beautiful beautiful so I'm actually very very happy I know that I was sharing stuff especially when you uh first started because I wanted to Mm -hmm. get that support for you not just because we're family but because I knew um that you had talent I remember even when you were like younger you would be senior or something so I didn't Mm -hmm. know exactly what you were gonna fall into I just knew that you were gonna be all right so Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna worry about her she's gonna figure it out um but that's wonderful to know that you had the support that you needed to get where you are and you just had to really work on your inner self to get yes. that yes and not a lot of people get that as well that some people think it's starting a business oh it's just you go out and do it it's a lot of mental and emotional mm-hmm. battles that you yep. have with yourself to even think that you're good enough to do yep this. yep and it was nice because I mean I did have a lot of like 
managerial, I guess if that's the word you want to say, like experience. I was a supervisor, so I knew how to be like professional about things. Mm -hmm. But there was just some other things that God really had to clean up out of me and like help me to realize, no, you are qualified. I just need you to see it for yourself too. Like I need you to, you know, so it was just a lot of that. So I'm just, you know, the people around me really, really were my best support system, friends, family, everything. It was great. Okay, awesome, awesome. So are you familiar with what imposter syndrome is? Yes, a little bit. I think, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> I think I know what that is. Okay, so imposter syndrome is just like, it's basically what you just said, but it's kind of a continuation of a feeling of just basically self-doubt and just always thinking that you're not who you say that you are. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you, you did have a little bit of that What were some of those, if you could just speak to some of those doubts, like even if it was a statement or anything, what were some of those doubts that you were saying to yourself that kind of kept you from being maybe even a little bit further along? I mean, I know that eventually we all get to where we need to be and things happen for a reason, Mm -hmm. but just definitely what were some of those statements that you would say to yourself? Um, It was, it wasn't more like, I don't think it was like how I would like speak to myself. It was more just like a reflection of what I saw of myself, you know? Um, And at the time it was also even harder because I was taking like eight clients a day. So on top of the, on top of taking eight clients a day, like I wasn't really able to like eat in between clients or, you know, I would just, and you got to think about it, taking eight clients a day, like this is, you know, you want to client, client, client. And it sometimes it can be, kind of like draining on your own um on your own self you know so talking talking to a lot of people throughout the day socializing network it can be very like um I don't know how to say it like draining on your 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 mental emotional yeah on your mental yeah so much back to back yeah and it was like by the end of the day I was just so tired and then the next day I was waking up and doing it all over again and I get it It, we're in a a culture now in a society where you know it's being your bag hustle you know girl you can do it and that's true that's all true but I think Mm -hmm. aside from that it's really important to like sit back and take care of you know yourself because if you know if your cup ain't full you're not able to pour into anybody else you know what I mean so yeah that was definitely yeah so that was definitely you know my reflection of myself I I wasn't you know because you know me you know I like to look Mm -hmm. cute and stuff so it was like every day at work and there's nothing wrong with wearing sweatpants and stuff but it just wasn't me you know every day it was just I didn't I didn't feel like me for a long time until like I said I had to allow God to really work on my heart and you know help me in other aspects that I that I need to help in so yeah I, I get that. I love how you mentioned self-care because I was going to ask you, like, mm-hmm. since you were such in this, like, rough period of just, I mean, I know that you were definitely grateful, but just doing so much, what did you do or what are you continually doing for yourself, whether that be something materialistic, like going out, treating yourself to a nice dinner, or just mm-hmm. some inner work as well uh, for your self-care? How, how do you deal with that? So I would say that I had to implement some more discipline um, for myself in my routine, my daily routine, whether that means, you know, um, going to the gym is so hard for me, but it's something that I know I really like achieving goals, basically. So mm-hmm. making sure that I set goals and like being able to achieve them, it just feels so good. I think it's like 
as far as self-care achieving goals is just so it just it really it really makes me feel good about myself so mm-hmm. that um I don't know what else do I, I love going out for dinner but like I said with the discipline you know being on top of my things I think becoming a young woman and running a business is just important to you know stay on top of things keeping myself grounded keeping myself focused that making sure that I stay focused is another thing self-care that just keeps me I'm like okay I did that you know like I got that cost off my list you know so yeah that's definitely staying focused yeah okay I love to hear that you're taking care of yourself because I am I just honestly learned what self-care was Mm -hmm. um, at 24 and I learned that it looks different than what I was like, whatever I was doing at 22. Yes, yes. Not saying I was like a wild, crazy mess, but I was just, in, you know, in some different shit. And it wasn't for me at that time where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have evolved my self care and worked a lot yes. more on my inner stuff because materialistically, I could spend some, I could spend a bag. It mm-hmm. don't matter. Yeah. Let it be clothes. Or I love getting my hair done. That is like my ritual. I have to have my hair done. Maybe not my nails or anything else, but my hair. <laughs> but I that's have the to thing. That's the yes. And we each have our own. So that's the thing about women. Like we each have our own thing. As long as we got that, we'll be good. Yeah, Me, it's like, my lashes. <laughs> I got my lashes done. I'm good. Right. I was just like, don't don't take my, my hair away from me. Like, even <laughs> if I'm, like, low in funds, just to be honest, I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to get my hair done. Yes. Whether it be trading a service or doing <laughs> something, I'm going to figure it out. We will get I it done. It. Yeah, we'll it I done. definitely have to have it. Um, With creating your own business, um, what is the biggest goal for you this year? Like, what is something that you focused on and just been like, I need to do this. And I know um, if you can talk about this as well, and if you need me to repeat it, I definitely mm-hmm. can. I know that businesses, especially who are on Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. feel the need to be content creators, and that creates a whole nother job mm-hmm. on top of having your own business. Mm-hmm. So what do you, first, what is your goal? And do you feel that that is a true statement, that you have to be a content creator? So um, one of my goals um, I definitely want to grow. I want to keep expanding. I have so many ideas for my business, what I want to do next. Um, I'm actually in school right now. So like, what do I want to do after school uh, with my business? I just, I just have a lot of things, like a lot of ideas, but, um, I'm sorry. What was your other question before? Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> no, you're, you're totally fine. Um, my other question was, what do you feel, um, is, or what is your opinion about being a content creator on top of you know already posting your business because I feel especially when I like look on TikTok or something a Mm -hmm. lot of people feel drained because it's just like I already have a business now in a way being a content creator is a business because it's so much money and opportunity and deals that come with that I so I feel like my my opinion kind of falls back more on the self-care aspect whenever I first started my business it was just so much like even replying back to text messages dms you know um getting back to clients posting on social media making sure that my content looks aesthetically pleasing you know Mm -hmm. being able to film being able to set up to film coming in early you know leaving leaving late it was it was really a lot and I feel like Yes, getting your content out there is important, mm-hmm. but it's also important to take care of you. 
because if I if I'm not good as the the business owner, if I'm not doing good within myself, how am I able to, you know, give you the service that you need, you know? And so I um I'm not the most consistent when it comes to posting. But I, I try to stay on top of it. And that is a goal of mine that I have. But I don't think I will ever try to put that, you know, back on to myself where I have to be, okay, I need to get four videos or, you know, do this a week. Because it's to me, it just wasn't as healthy for me as I would say, trying to stay on top of everything like that. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I feel that even for my podcast, like, I love content creation. I love it. I want mm-hmm. to do so much more with it on my last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, my viewers and uh, listeners know I want to get into videography. It's so much, like, I just love the way that it comes together. Yeah, it yeah. It makes me feel so passionate. Um, but I also feel the need sometimes to just tell myself, go take a break, whether it's yes. five minutes or something. Because me, I'll get into something. And you won't find me for six hours. Let mm-hmm. me tell it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so deep into whatever I'm doing because I'm so passionate about it. But I learned that I get burnt out really quickly. So mm-hmm. if you deal with that even with your own business of just, like, saying, I want to do something. Do you feel like you need to or maybe want to, even in the future, add a different service on to doing lashes? Or are you just kind of focused on what you're doing right now? Honestly, I would just want to do lashes. Um, I really, everything, like I said, just happens so fast. So I'm like, at this point, I have no idea where this is going to go. I have thought about, um, you know, in the future, I definitely do want to be a celebrity lash artist, the traveling lash artist. I think that would be super cool. Please do. I was going to ask about that. (laughs) Yes. I I feel like that's like my ultimate goal. I I would love to work with Miss Jada Wada. I just love everything Jada Wada. So I just, um, that's definitely my long-term goal. But as for now, I'm kind of just letting things ride out. You know, I just, I love my clients. My clients, we get each other. I have a lot of regulars. And I just like the way things are just going very smooth right now. I feel like I'm in a a brand new season and everything is just really starting to fall into place. And I'm really starting to see, you know, the reap of my harvest, if if that makes sense. No, it definitely, it definitely does. The fruit seeds. I guess I, I want to know some lash tech tea because yes. I know nothing about the process, having clients, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Um, because in a way, this is my, my branding of myself. So right. I just had a couple of fun questions and you just okay. give me like your straight on opinion. What is your biggest pet peeve as a lash tech when it comes to your clients? If you can answer that. Um... I don't know. Or do you like have it, any? Or no, I definitely like do. I definitely do. Um, biggest pet peeve. I do get annoyed when my clients ask me, are we almost done? I feel like it is a two-hour process. So, you know, I do ask that people read the policy before right. they come in because I do let them know, you know, this is a long process. It's very tedious. A lot of my clients fall asleep. But I do have some antsy girls who just, you know, start moving around getting antsy want to check their phone and it's just it it can't happen it can't happen right now girls it's not gonna happen so that's probably my biggest thing you know kind of feeling rushed through the process because you know it's it's on me you came to me so that you could have this enhancement so you could feel prettier let me do what I do you know right right I get that even I'm one of those 
just in terms I've never gotten my lash done ever. Okay. It's something I want to do. Yes. So I definitely need to 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 come up and and book with you because I've never had that service and my commitment to myself is to do more of the things I never tried and so yes. I'm so scared. Um because a lot of the times when I would say I want to do something, it would usually be like a man especially and that's the that's where they messed up because <laughs> I, I they shouldn't have been in my business. But, <laughs> Um, I remember one time where my, my boyfriend at the time, I was like, I want to get my lashes done. He was like, you don't need that. You don't need to do all that. Like, you're oh pretty. And I was like, I never said I was ugly. I said, <laughs> I, I want my, my lashes, lashes done. <laughs> um, but that's just, just with trauma with that. That's yeah. I promised to myself. So what is like something, do I have to prepare when I come like with my lashes? Cause I read somewhere that, you know, you shouldn't drink caffeine um just certain stuff there's anything i need to do so caffeine is so well it's really bad in lash appointments because we don't realize it but even if we don't drink caffeine i have a client who's also a close friend she's a talker so (laughs) whenever she talks you know she uses her facial expressions are very um articulate if that's a good way to say it so she uses her facial expressions when she explains how she's talking and it makes her lashes flutter just really really quick and it makes it really hard for me to and in my left hand I have to isolate so it's the isolation part is like you isolate one single natural lash and then in my right hand I'm placing the extension so it's like it's a very tedious very slow process um and, you know, since I'm using sharp instruments, it's just better. You know, caffeine makes your lashes flutter, makes you very antsy, you know, mm-hmm. very shaken up. So that's kind of why some of those things are just not good. <laughs> I, okay. Now I understand. Because I was just like, what does caffeine do? It? But now that I, you've explained that, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't want that. Um, and then another question I have for you is when... Like, do you feel ever that um, your clients complain about your prices? So the the reason why I'm asking this is because mm-hmm. I see it a lot in the hair community mm-hmm. where people be like, you know, girls is charging a thousand dollars for braids, and then the stylist explains why they do it, and then the client is just like, well, this is why I'm not paying it. So yeah. do you ever like get any of that with like lashes or hear other lash techs that you talk with? um kind of talk about why they charge the way they charge um honestly I've actually been told that I need to raise my prices by so many different people even by my clients yes um a lot of people I feel like my target audience has always been uh college students college girls I work Mm -hmm. in the city of Minneapolis I work like literally smack downtown so I'm really close to the University of Minnesota so that's my target audience I really wanted to make sure that they could be able to afford a service but I still wasn't you know cutting myself off of you know the work that I have put in but also you know they would be able to experience getting their lashes and also so I've actually been told that I need to raise my prices but I don't know um as far as you know like other you know the the tea and everything I don't know. I've heard, you know, other lash techs saying that what they charge and like what reasons they charge. Um, 
one of the things that I do is, so I know a lot of other stylists and artists have late fees and like a late policy. Mm-hmm. Me and myself, I am not the most punctual person. So why would I, you know, this is just me for my business. In my opinion, why would I charge my clients a late fee if I'm not always the, the best of being punctual? I, um, and then another thing is I actually work pretty quick. So even if my client is 10, 15 minutes late, they're, nine times out of 10, I can still get their lashes fully done. Mm-hmm. So I just let them know, you know, with whatever time we have left, I will still do your lashes the fullest that I can do. And, but there is still going to be, you know, you're still going to have to pay the, the full price, you know? Right. So I just and- let them know. And most of the time, you know, one thing about the girls, if there's any guys that are going to be listening, one thing about the girls, if she has an appointment, she's going to make it there. She is going to make it to her hair appointment, her nail appointment, her lash appointment. So my clients, you know, when they're late, they'll be 10 minutes late, but they're just 10 minutes late. They're going to let me know. And I'll be like, all right, girl, let me know when you get here. Right. Period. I'm not miss- I'm not missing anything. Like if it's an no. appointment booked for especially my outer care. Yeah. I'm going to show up. Yes. Me, I'm, I'm not the late client. I like to come early because <laughs> I want to make sure that nobody's in my seat. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. just how I am. I want to get in and get out on the time that we have booked because I know that, you know, you have other clients and it's sometimes what I feel like is clients have to realize that like you're not their only client. Yeah. If you're booked and busy like that anyway, yeah. you're going to have to wait your turn. And sometimes I begin to sad because I be scheduled out months and months and months, um, just depending on who I book with. But mm-hmm. the 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 woman, actually my sister-in-law, who you guys would also hear on the podcast that I book with, she always makes sure that she can get me in. And I, and I appreciate it so much. So clients, yes. yeah, clients, please understand where your stylist or your nail tech or your <laughs> lash tech or your brow tech. Whatever tech you go into, um, they have other clients. So that's yes, just my two cents yes. on, on that. Do you feel um, as if when you're like doing lashes and stuff now that you have a favorite product that you like to use? I love, love, love. And I actually, I share this with my clients. I tell this to other lash techs. I feel like every lash tech should be using some sort of sealant or bonder or glue aid, whether that is, um, I know some lash artists I've seen on TikTok, they use it before the lash process or after, but I feel like it's a really key, it's a really big key factor that really holds in the retention, helps your client's lashes to last longer, keeps them coming back and they don't have to go. So, um, usually you're supposed to wait 24 to 48 hours before getting your lashes wet after your lash appointment. Mm -hmm. Um, but with the the lash um, serum or the sealants, the bonder or the glue aid, you don't have to go that long. I know some people like to get in the shower or, you know, stuff like that. You don't have to go that long. So I definitely recommend some sort of sealant, uh, glue aid or um, bonder before or after the lash application. So, yeah. Okay, y'all heard that here first. I hope y'all was taking notes because she <laughs> gave you a detail, like she gave times, all that. Which yes. Is there anything that you like need to stay away from when it comes to your lashes? I mean, I mean, like probably like obvious stuff like fire and everything. Right. Just anything that I probably wouldn't know or think would harm my lashes. So, um, there is one ingredient and this is for, you know, lash artists, clients, if you want to ask your lash artists, you know, what ingredients are in their glue, 
definitely feel free to. There is one ingredient that I just, I feel like everybody should be aware of and it's called formaldehyde. I'm actually studying it in school right now. It is extremely bad for your eyes. It is a, um, it's a gas that sometimes can be used in cheap lash adhesives. Um, if, you know, you're going to a lash artist, you may not be fully aware, you know, of what's, what the chemicals that are in her glue, formaldehyde is the one you not want to be used by your eyes. So just make sure your lash artist or you as a lash artist are not using anything with formaldehyde. So, yes. Okay, that is an interesting word, formaldehyde. Yes. <laughs> formaldehyde. Yes. Um, yes, what she said. Be on the lookout for that. Yes, um, so bad. <laughs> And since you're like giving tips and advice out anyway, what is some advice that you have for up and coming lash techs um, who want to get in the game that may feel nervous? Just any of your two cents that you think would be so valuable for them to know. I feel like if you have any kind of ambition or any desire, just anything as far as being in business, just do it. If anybody around you is telling you that, you know, oh, I don't think it's for you, or you know, whatever, if you feel in your heart, just do it. Because it's going to be a lot of people on the sidelines, but not a lot of people in the actual race with you. So you got to just do do what you got to do and whatever's best for you, you know. Um, it, it's hard, you know, putting in the footwork is hard. It's really, especially when you're doing everything by yourself and you're trying to juggle all these different, you know, things and trying to keep everything straight. But at the end of the day, God's going to hold you through everything. So you just, you trust in God and you hold his hand through the whole way. And he will, he'll show you everything. And okay, it'll, that it'll work out you for you. Said. It'll work out for you. However, however it's going to have to work out, it's going to work out. You just got to trust God. Right. If, I like what you just said. I'm sorry, I had to go back. A lot of people <laughs> going to be on the sidelines, but ain't nobody going to be in the race with you. Not a lot yeah. of people going to be in the race with you. That is a word. That is so, so true. Yeah. I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we feel like we have to have a sense of community, and we definitely do, but it's to a point where you have to just tune everybody out and listen to what you and your face says. Yeah. Because those are the people that's going to, that's the thing that's going to, you know, keep you in a lot grounded. It's going to keep you on the right path. Um, again, I keep saying it's not easy because it's not. No. You will have days where you completely don't want to do anything mm-hmm. or even your business anymore. Yeah, and you and gotta give your, you gotta give yourself grace on those days because everybody falls, every and everybody gotta pick themselves back up eventually. Whether it take two days or two months, you just gotta have grace with yourself. Yeah, and just a tip on the the burnout as well. If you feel that you are working past your burnout, because that is a thing, mm-hmm. go take a vacation. Please go take a vacation. Please take a weekend off. Y'all, when I was talking about last year, um, when I went to Puerto Rico, that's what I needed because I was working past my burnout. And what I saw was just so beautiful. It was just surrounded by water and everything I love to do. And on top of that, um, it was a lot of beautiful black women out there who were just doing the same thing. Yes, and you need that. You need that. Yeah, you, you, that, you need to be able to. You need to be motivated. You need to stay inspired. You need to be around other people who look like you and who are also enjoying life. Because you need to know that these opportunities are accessible to them, yes, but accessible to you as well. So yeah, yeah. Take that vacation. <laughs> but book that flight. Do what you gotta do. The girls that get it, get it. <laughs> yes, you need do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm.
And don't feel no shame. You know, the world will be waiting for you when you get back. Do what you got to do. Right. Um, To wrap up this wonderful interview, like, I don't even want to stop because you were just <laughs> dropping so many gems. But I have to know from you, and this can be more than one tip or anything, Um, what is some baddie, like, advice? And it could be within the business or outside of the business that you would want to share with our, our listeners, like, whether it's in you, on you, what do you got to say about being a baddie? Number one tip to being a baddie, it don't got nothing to do with clothes. It don't got nothing to do with none of that. Show up for yourself every single day. That was my biggest thing. I would show up and I would cater to so many people throughout the day. You have to show up for yourself. At the end of the day, it's it's just you and you when you look in the mirror, you know. Mm-hmm. Show up for yourself. If you need to wake up an hour, two hours early, and that means you get to do your hair and do your makeup to make sure you look and feel good for the day, do that. Because you will you it just makes you feel so much better about yourself that you know you took care of everything that you needed to, but you took care of yourself as well. I think that's right. really important. So yeah. If you're like, and and this is where I'm kind of at, I've had this debate with myself about being the it girl and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I've come to the conclusion that you need to be the it girl for your own life. Yes. Everybody's version of an it girl is so different. So different. And yes, it can get expensive depending on what your version of an it girl is. I want a G-Wagon as well. Mm-hmm. But... Um, <laughs> Right now, I, I I don't have that, but it doesn't mean that you can aspire to have certain things for your life. So build mm-hmm. your life according to what you want out of this world. Yes. I know that the comparison from Instagram and social media can be so high because, you know, everybody's getting to a certain point and you can feel left out, but you got to focus on your own track and journey um, mm-hmm. because nobody's going to live your life. No. no. You have to go to sleep knowing that you've done the best that you can as long as you, again, show up and putting your 24 hours and use your time. Life is so precious. There's yes. so much going on in the world right now. You better pay attention to where you wake up, who you're spending your time yes. with. It's all valuable. Yes. And then just appreciating the life that you have, you know, appreciating the people around you is, you know, things are not promised. And I'm not saying just appreciate these things because they're not promised, but appreciate these things because they were given to you and given to you for a reason. You know, my friends, my family, I love my girls. You know, we we kick it all the time. But, you know, having great relationships, having people around you who truly love you, who genuinely support you. It's, you need that. So, you know, and like you were saying earlier, the community, you need your community. So, Super. build that up. Yeah. yeah. And have a really good connection and communications with it. Check on your friends. Um, I know it's adulting is a little bit different now because it just, there's no time in the day for real. Like, you look mm-hmm. up and the day just kind of goes. It's so, gone. It's gone. Yeah, it, it really do be gone. Like, I, I really need more than 24 hours to mm-hmm. do and to sit and have communication with people. Because right. We be at work. <laughs> we yeah. Work and working on our business. So, just tune into your life a little bit more and be aware of what's around you. Mm-hmm. Demi, I have to know, what is your go-to brunch item? Oh my goodness, French toast and potatoes always. Always. Yes, okay. Every single toast. time. <laughs> I have to have it. I have to have it. I don't know why, but 
I have to have it. It's- it it never changes. It ne- I've never been a pancake or a, a chicken and waffles girl. Mm-hmm. Never. It's always been French toast and potatoes. That's it. Have you had um like specialty French toast where it's not like this like maybe like regular French toast? I mean, some I feel like everybody has. Have you had like specialty French toast where it's just like I don't know like cinnamon and chocolate or something else? I usually, if I do, okay, if you ever in Minnesota, Minneapolis area, you need to stop by Jensen's Cafe in Burnsville. I always get there. Uh, they have like a strawberries and cream, or you can get peaches and cream. It's so good. But if I do do a topping, it's always strawberry. Always strawberry. Hmm. I'm going to have to try that. Very good. I've been trying to like cook more at home or whatever but it's nothing honestly I like getting dressed up and going out and it's nothing like having it made for you because they're gonna yes and and Christy you know us you know grandma you know how she can (laughs) yeah I was like honestly if you ain't cooking like how my grandma be cooking it's not happening it's not happening it'll probably be good will it be like what I had growing Mm -mm. up absolutely not never it's nothing like her it's a no for me sis but (laughs) I, I appreciate the try (laughs) well Demi thank you so much for stopping by and giving us so much info yes this was a great chat this was great I I definitely have to have you for a part two and a follow up um, because we have to definitely track this journey I want to see you do a celebrity very very soon who's your ideal or dream celebrity that you want to do lashes on Jada Wada she Jada she's trending she's popping she's that's just she's the it girl of the season right now. So okay. I love to so work. So we sticking with Jada. She yes. dropped a new collection. I don't know if you've seen, but it's, I did. It's I did. I am super excited for her. It's it's just really cool seeing other young black women in business and doing well too. Especially you know what she just came out of. So yeah, I'm really proud of her, and it's inspiring. It's motivating. So I would love to work with her and on her team. That would be dope. Honestly, like I, I I can see that for you, and I definitely know that you will get there yes. it's just something about her that makes me want to be outside like, yes. <laughs> it's something about her vibe like that is she just yes I've been watching all her behind the scenes stuff for the release that she just did I do believe it's swimwear right or they're like swimwear and dresses yeah I think it's like swimwear like I wouldn't say loungewear but I kind of feel like that's the vibe it's given but she got some cute stuff so do you follow um Diera? yes are you her sunglass collection a girl I, I knew for a fact i wasn't going to be able to just being honest and real i wasn't going to be able to afford the four pack collection mm-hmm. um but i just at least wanted a pair and she sold out so, so quick. quick so quick oh my so many of my clients were actually talking about they were so mad about it but i was like dang like but I'm proud of her, too. You know, like, she, you know, her story, too, and, like, where she came and, like, selling out, that is just crazy. I feel like this is really the time for the girls. Like, it's time for us girls to be in our bag and for to real. be on top of our stuff, on top of ourselves. And, you know, Jada and Dierra are both two prime examples. They came out of, you know, relationships. And I'm, I'm not going to say nothing, but, you know, they, they, in, they doing what's good for them, you know, yeah. living for them. And Doing getting what they getting, need to. Yeah, and I think that's really important. Top of our self this year. Take care of yourself. Stay true to self. And all of that good stuff. 
And the reason why I said um, Dira was because when I think of lashes, I think of her. I think of the girls that have really dramatic, bold eyelashes. And I was like, that is somebody that I feel like you would just like completely like vibe with and do a great job on. And I just love Dira's vibe. Like just, I love watching her YouTube. I'm a Mm -hmm. fanatic. I'm not scared to say it. I love her. (laughs) Um, But yeah, when I think of just bold, dramatic eyelashes, I was like, Demi, she would, she would kill dear she would kill data away yeah, because she, i mean yeah. seeing your work and it's so cute so that's why i was like i have to come and get my lashes done please do yes <laughs> yes you should come to minnesota it's real nice the weather it's not snowing here so okay perfect. we ain't gotta worry about that right now <laughs> perfect perfect and just to wrap us up what are your socials for my listeners if they want to follow you and do you have any announcements for anything like big maybe you have coming up or anything uh, special announcements. Um, really, just nothing much. Just hop on board. I honestly feel like I'm really getting started. I'm really starting to really see everything come together. I'm really excited for what's to come. To see how my ideas and my creativity just continues to flourish throughout my business. So yeah, just hop on. Uh, my Instagram is Demi Bezos, and my business page. If you want to book an appointment, is blinks by Bezos. so yeah follow me hop on and i'm excited to see what's in store and i'm excited for you um if you guys didn't catch that i will definitely have it on my um socials anyway so just make sure that y'all follow her because she is doing amazing work i love when you repost all your clients because those be baddies i don't know who you <laughs> I was like, you you did something real smart by moving where you're moving and just knowing who you're knowing because yep. those be baddies. They be <laughs> like they be having fun, going on trips, got yeah. the apartment of their dreams, the luxury stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, kinda, it looks like the um, like I don't know if you heard of this tagline, but it's very very popular. Black girl luxury. It's on TikTok. Yeah, and I love following it because the stuff that I get to see, the way that they like do the self-maintenance I think of Jackie Anna the way she takes care of her yes oh my goodness I was like I need to get to that level I don't know how I'm gonna make this money other than (laughs) (laughs) but even like they be giving like tips and like tricks and stuff it's like oh my gosh or like me I love Amazon so like the black girl luxury Amazon stuff yeah I'm there yeah like that stuff I didn't even know existed yeah whether it be for their kitchen or just their house like remote holders I would have yep. thought about that and ever. I want it and I right. want it to pick too right. I want and it I want it in too. color I want it to dazzle I yes. want everything in my thing like everything in my house and my like in my home to match so bad um <laughs> and I've worked really really hard to to get to that point but yes yeah, sorry we just babbling but <laughs> <laughs> um follow her on all of her socials Demi thank you so much for stopping by again thank I cannot you for wait having to have me yes I had so much fun we'll definitely have to come back with a part two that would be tight right and when I get my lashes done I will let you guys know because I know she's gonna hook me up it's gonna be an experience. oh for sure all the girls I know have had their lashes done they're like just do it and I'm like okay if I want it done I have to get it done by the best and you are the best so you have to be the first one i feel like you would be betrayal if i went to anybody else that would be fun though you you gotta come to minnesota for sure for sure all right demi thank you for stopping by and we'll see you next time all right Bye. bye
Wow, I am so blown away about everything Demi was saying. It was so inspirational and so real and raw. Y'all, make sure you go follow her. She really did her thing today. To wrap up with me, you guys, this is just the beginning. I have so many more guests that I'm going to bring on. So excited to see how amazing these ladies have grown and what they're getting into and what is to come for their future. All right, y'all. So make sure you keep it locked with me all summer. Business baddies and brunch. We are not playing. I will catch y'all next time. Peace, love, and light. Bye.